Hi, listeners. Today, Becca and I are here talking about the Mblex. The Mblex. Becca, Becca had the lovely opportunity to take the Mblex after being out of school. For how many years have we been out of school, Becca? 13 years and, and some change, I think. Okay, so 13 years and some change, and Becca's back taking the MBLEX. So we thought that it might be interesting for you listeners to kind of hear about that experience, what study guides worked for her, and how she perceived the test to be challenging-wise. Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22-plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi, offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hardworking, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode. So Becca, what do you got for us? Well, I think I told you immediately when I had to take the Mblex, I called you and I was freaking out. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's scary being out of school for that long and massage therapists, we're not really known for our test taking skills or necessarily our uh, superior study habits, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I know. I know. I didn't, I never had to take the Mblex, but I took the NCB TMB and I chose to take that immediately graduating from school because I did not want any part of having to retain all of that information for a test later down the road. So smart. So smart. I was definitely kicking myself. Um, When you shared that piece of advice with me, I was like, ha, why did I not do it when everything was still so fresh in my brain? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I had a lot of anxiety around it and I had, there were a lot of conflicting stories that I was receiving from other therapists as far as what to expect and, um, difficulty levels of the MBLEX. Conflicting stories in terms of like what the content was that you needed to know or what were the conflicting stories that you were hearing? Yeah, so what was on the test. And uh, from what I gathered and then my own experiences, you can't really know what's going to be on the test. Like, you can't prepare enough. Yeah, well, I mean, they have several versions of the test. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. So beyond just my own anxiety, I really just needed, felt like I needed to gain as many resources as I could uh, to study for the test. So the first thing I did was I went and purchased the Mblex Test Prep Comprehensive Study Guide and Workbook 2021 off Amazon. And this is written by David Merlino, uh, LMT. He is an instructor, um, a massage instructor. I'm not sure what school he works at uh, or he teaches at, but he used to do the NCTMB study, uh, study guide and I believe a prep course. But once the MBLEX became, you know, the exam for massage therapist, he threw all of his energy into that. 
I found this study guide extremely helpful. Just as a refresher, I think it's probably a, a great guide for anyone who maybe just wants to stay fresh on like kinesiology and some practical clinicals to go through just to keep your brain working. He also has a podcast. Oh, does he? Does he? Okay. Um, uh, Obviously, everyone's a podcast lover because you're listening to us right now. Oh, my goodness. It's the best platform I find. I I love it. So too. I think so, too. So have you listened to his podcast? Obsessively. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And so is he what's what's the base for his podcast? Is he um, is it like similar to the MBLEX study guide, like really informational or what? Well, I will say right off the bat that I absolutely love him. He is quirky and hilarious and his episodes just, they're the right length and he, you just feel like you're hanging out with them and you're getting some great information with uh, a great sense of humor thrown on the side. So it's easily digestible. I probably leaned more heavily on his podcast than I did his study guide Just knowing my own schedule um, and I have a hard time sitting down and studying. Not going to lie. I think most of us like need to move a lot as far as massage therapists go. But um, so I listened to a podcast while I would be running, while I was driving in the car. And it really just helped lay down this information that these holes that have had kind of, you know, developed from being in, in our program to actual practice, which you don't use all that stuff every day. Yeah. I love this suggestion, Becca. I think that's such a great way to drive home some of these concepts that really have a solid understanding of. So great. So once I started actually digging into the study guide, which I did probably about three weeks before I actually took the test. So it did take me a while to schedule out the test. I think it was month and a half um, before I could actually get an appointment that worked for me. So I paired the podcast with the study guide. And I will say the the biggest section that was the most helpful for me was the medical terminology in the study guide. It is thorough. And if you know the medical terminology, you know, some of it is going to stick with you depending on um, your specialization. But a lot of it, if you're not using it all the time, it's going to be kind of vague. So it was really good to go through. He's got little uh, crossword puzzles, different tricks and games to kind of help that information be retained. The other super helpful app that I used was the AMTA study guide app. And it is just practice tests. This was probably the most helpful tool uh, in my preparation for the MBLEX because it helped me refine my study skills and my test taking skills. Okay. Yeah. Impor- important, right? Sitting there, grueling tests. How long, <laughs> how long was the MBLEX? How long did it take you? Um, so they give you two hours and it took me uh, 45 minutes, I want to say. Okay. But sitting down for a test, I haven't sat down for a test since, I don't think I've sat down for a test since I took the NCBTMP test. Yeah. It was nerve wracking. I'm not going to lie. Like my pulse was definitely elevated. (laughs) I was sweating. (laughs) I I remember sitting there. So you're in a test space with all kinds of professionals taking different, you know, different tests for their profession. And, um, I was like, what am I doing here? Why did I, I was cursing myself for not having taken it. 
uh, in school. And, you know, for me, it was a big, I, we've talked about this, but for me not taking it, it was a financial component. I was a single parent. I didn't have the, you know, the almost $300 to shell out to take it plus the time. Um, and then as time progressed, it just, you know, I mean, life gets busy. So well, and you don't, I mean, there's, there's so many situations where you don't need it as well. Like, you know, if you're in an area that doesn't require it and mm-hmm. you have your, your practice established or you have a really good job, like you, you, you might not need to take it. Yeah. And I think at that point too, the first MBLEX test, the pilot test, I believe came out in 2007 in September. Okay. And so the MBLEX was not necessarily a requirement at that time. It hadn't been, you know, cemented and established and the nctmb there were or there are dues yearly dues and uh continuing education requirements and i knew for my financial situation that those weren't options for me so taking the nctmb just didn't seem financially practical for the you know uh, level of upkeep that was required well i'm looking um, looking back really it's now, i mean I don't know. I, I kind of wonder about the NCBTMB relevance now that the MBLEX has really kind of surpassed it and become, become more of the gold standard. Yeah. I'm, I, I think it just depends on what avenue you want to go down for your career. Uh, that's going to dictate. There's some continuing education courses that, you know, I'm looking into where having the NCTMB might be beneficial. So I may be taking that test. Uh, okay, so we can have another episode about you taking it 14 years out from massage school. And what's it like to take the NCBTMB? Doesn't that sound like such a fun episode? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I probably, we probably wouldn't be having this episode if I didn't pass the MLEX. So <laughs> through all of these study tools, they definitely helped me successfully passed the MBLEX. The most important study tool, all of them were important, but the most important was probably that AMTA study guide, which just gave you like tons of quizzes. So my my test taking skills were rusty for sure. And it helped me see like, just slow down, read the question a billion times, make sure you get every little angle of the question because sometimes they're worded funky and, and just really digest the question before you submit your answer. That helped me huge when going in to take the test. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Test itself. <laughs> Painful. Can I swear? I did not think I passed when I got out of there. The questions, at least on the tests that I took, were, they are so parsed down. You are just reading the bones of a question. They give you the most, uh, you know, minimal information they can uh, for you to find an answer. So, you know, in this profession, we're gathering a lot of information. So I found that really challenging. I did not confidently walk out of that room thinking that I had passed it. It was all was, multiple choice, right? All, the whole test is multiple choice. It is multiple choice. Um, there are a lot of critical thinking questions on there, which is awkward with multiple choice, I feel like, because they don't give you a ton of, they don't give you the information that 
especially if you've been doing this for over a decade, like you're used to gathering a lot of information before you come up to any kind of, you know, uh, treatment plan, conclusions, whatever. And yeah. so they just give you such little information. Um, the thing that I learned from taking the test is that you can't really <laughs> study anything specific for the test and be like, all right, I'm good to go. You need to know a broad range of everything massage. Yeah. Um, at least remember, to a basic level. I remember with the NCB TMB, I felt like, I felt like 85% of the test was shiatsu. You told so, me that. And I was terrified. I was like, it cannot be about shiatsu. And so, I mean, I, I think it's good to hear that there's this broad range because I remember, you know, giving people advice about taking the NCB TMB and saying, make sure that you're, you're really up on your shiatsu. And it's like to have a, it be more of a broad range that that's more reflective of what should be required and expected of us as massage therapists, I feel. Yeah, I, I expected it to be a lot on kinesiology and anatomy. And I really found that it wasn't there. That was a, a small portion. So, and I mean, it was my, the, the kinesiology and anatomy questions that came up had a lot to do with the head and the jaw. Interesting. I was so glad that I had crash course studied all the uh, origins and insertions. So the AM, AMTA also has an app. It is AMTA Anatomy. And I was like going through there like a mad person probably two weeks before. If I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have gotten some of those questions. Okay, so Becca, here's a question for you. You passed. Did they yeah. give you your score or did they just tell you you passed? They do not give you your score. So this is another thing that I think is not, I, I don't think it is the way that it should be, I guess. When you leave, they give you a pass-fail piece of paper, which is great. If you want to know your score, you have to apply for it on the MBLEX, on, on the FSTMB, or I don't remember the website, and you have to pay for it. You have to so, pay for your results. You do. Yeah, <laughs> it's just what another re- revenue generator for them. That's crazy. Seriously, I think I think it's a little messed up. Like, so you have to pay for. I paid for those results to go to the state that I was looking to get my licensure in, Washington State. Got it. <laughs> and if I wanted to receive my results, I have to pay for that as well. So. So like, Washington knows what you what you scored. They did. They okay, do. They, I don't know. They don't. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. And I'm and I'm personally not willing to pay for it because I would still have to pay for it to another state for them to to send it out uh, from you know. Like the, if you, if you decided, oh, I also want to send this to California, you'd have to pay another fee to get it sent to California. Yeah, I can't just send them my copy. <laughs> Okay. And how much, how much were they charging? It's like 40 bucks, but still okay. it's like, man, the nickel and dime you every step of the way with this, yeah. uh, with this licensing process. So it, but I mean, the great thing is that, you know, you pay for your emblex, you pass it and that's it. You don't have to pay for renewal or continuing, continuing enrollment in their program. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. And I know a lot of massage courses they do have an mblex like test prep class but i would say get these apps anyway just because they're so helpful with 
you know, test taking skills and you can build quizzes on specifically like what your weaker subjects are. So I just, I don't know, get it. You can request to take quizzes on your subject matter that you're lacking in or they, how, how does that work? Um, they have a whole bunch of different options on here. So they have a, a quick, so they have a question of the day. So every morning I would wake up and, and you can set the alarm and you get your question of the day. So already it kind of sets you up like, okay, study mode, study mode, study mode. It has a quick 10 quiz. So it's just 10 questions. It's all time. So you can see how quickly you're running through questions. There are timed quizzes and you can do it from three minutes to I think almost two hours uh, where you can just keep getting questions thrown at you, you know? Um, so I would take that in between clients. I would like put in 10 minutes or five minutes and I would just keep taking quizzes. There's a missed question quiz. So all the questions that you missed, you just get a quiz on those. Weakest subject quiz. And this, you click on it and they'll pull whatever subjects you're weakest at and they'll just throw questions from those subjects at you. And then on the bottom, there is a build your own quiz. So you can decide, okay, I'm really not great at kinesiology. So I'll just build a quiz with a lot of that built in and maybe some other stuff. And then it has stats on the bottom, review, and then set settings. So there's a lot of personalized options that you can kind of put into your quiz that you're going to be getting. It's, it's freaking awesome. Yeah, that's, that's super detailed and sounds yeah. really helpful. Yeah, and it's easy to like work through this app. And then the AMTA anatomy is like very thorough. So definitely do that. And this was a free, this was a free app or did you pay for that? Completely free, baby. We like free around here. We, we do. Who doesn't like free? Everywhere, everyone likes free. Right. <laughs> Especially if it's, you know, good quality. I mean, get it now before they start charging. Shoot, they'll probably start charging. <laughs> Just like Mblex, they'll start charging nickel and diamond. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that terrible to say? But that's how it feels. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, you know, they could have a good valid reason for doing that, but it, it does talk when you maybe you, know, you pay for the, the quiz of like, why isn't it all inclusive and why can't yeah. we score? I mean, I get that they were, I, I feel like it's totally fine, normal that they want to charge for a certified copy or whatever to be sent to um, a state department. But for you to receive your own test results, that should be free. Like you should be able to go on and log in and look at what you did, but they don't have that option. Room for improvement, Mblex. Yeah. Are you guys listening, Mblex? You hear us? Oh God, don't say that too loud. We've got suggestions. I don't like confrontation. <laughs> anyway, I hope that was helpful for any listeners, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I guess if listeners have questions about Mblex, please reach out to us and we can we can see if Becca has any great <laughs> ideas for you or direct you to uh david merlino because he's amazing yeah i'm <laughs> i'm super excited to go listen to his podcast now you should i absolutely loved him and sometimes i go back just and listen to episodes because i you know i missed him a little bit <laughs> <laughs> is that weird he was like a friend he became a friend kind of a little bit you know and sometimes like um, starting to write some blog posts for my website. And sometimes I'll be like, gosh, where did I pick up that information? And I'll go back to his podcast just to kind of like verify some of the information 
sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not there and I have to look somewhere else. But yeah, I go back to it. It's a great resource. Absolutely. That's, great cool. resource. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Becca, for sharing about your experience. I know it's going to come in really helpful for a lot of our listeners who are preparing for that MBLEX test. And, you know, I, I guess I do have a question too about how, how far in advance did you start prepping for this test? Um, probably like a month in advance. Do you feel like that um, was a good, good time frame for? Yeah, I think, you know, David recommends, I think 12 weeks, but that really wasn't, you know, it didn't work for my time frame. But like a lot of this stuff, if you've been out of school for a little while, you know this stuff, you just need a refresher. So 12 weeks is a little excessive, but everyone's different. So you I know. mean, maybe if you're in school, it might be a little excessive too, because you're, again, all this information is fresh and you've just learned it. So yeah, I think knowing like your own study method or like what, what works best for you. So either it, whether it's uh, auditory, kinesthetic or visual or whatever the combination is, and then kind of build your, your study program around that. He said, don't cram. I'm a crammer. I can't help it. (laughs) I like like that last week, just like oversaturation. And yeah, I feel like that works for me. Breathe. That's right. That's right. Becca, congratulations. Thank you so much for listening. And please reach out to us if you have any questions or topics you would like covered. We love suggestions. Find us at www.alignwiththemassagebusinessmama.com. Also, we wouldn't hate it if you were inclined to share or review our episode. Until next time, stay healthy, massage therapists.